Welcome to Listen, St. Benedict Speaks Today, a discussion of the rule of St. Benedict with the Sisters of Mount St. Scholastica in Atchison, Kansas. I'm Sister Molly Brockwell. And I'm novice Jennifer Halling. And our guest today is Sister Mary Collins, a longtime teacher, liturgy scholar, and former prioress of Mount St. Scholastica. Hello to all our listeners. I look forward to exploring the rule of St. Benedict with you. Today, we'll be discussing verses 48 to 50 of the prologue to the rule of St. Benedict. Jennifer, would you read that for us? Sure. Verses 48 to 50 of the prologue read as follows. Do not be daunted immediately by fear and run away from the road that leads to salvation. It is bound to be narrow at the onset. But as we progress in this way of life and in faith, we shall run on the path of God's commandments, our hearts overflowing with the inexpressible delight of love. Never swerving from his instructions then, but faithfully observing his teaching in the monastery until death, we shall through patience share in the sufferings of Christ that we may deserve also to share in his kingdom. Amen. Amen. Sister Mary, how can we keep from being discouraged when the path that St. Benedict sets before us seems so narrow? I think that uh, sometimes uh, when we start on the path, uh, we can be rule-bound and think that there are multiple commandments uh, and multiple things to be done in order to make progress on this road. Uh, But I think that the problem is uh, precisely the fear and the rule-boundness. And yet it's possible that when you enter into a new group um, and you have to learn the folkways uh, of the community, uh, you discover that there are uh, ways in which you're, you're trying to figure out what you're supposed to do and um, who is going to uh, be evaluating what you do. And so I think that sometimes uh, fear and a sense of a, a narrowness on the path is really uh, not, not being aware that there are not multiple commandments. There is really only one commandment, uh, but that it has to be um, integrated into who we are and what we do. And I think that one of the ways that we manage to uh, follow the path and not be completely overwhelmed by the rules is because there are sisters around you uh, who are already past the rule-bound stage. And uh, eventually you find yourself freed uh, and able to go ahead. And actually, the rule of St. Benedict is, is very moderate, isn't it? It's, it's not yes. really as strict as a lot of the other rules of the time. Uh, that is true. And yet, there's been a lot of research done um, by scholars recently who are ready to say that um, we, we tend to read the rule backwards. 
uh, that's uh, Terence Cardong's phrase, uh, but he would like us to look at the end of the rule, which is really the center of Benedict's own ideas uh, that were developed at the, at the end of his life. And at that point, what the basic message is, uh, love one another. You can't go wrong with that. Mm -hmm. uh, you get pretty frustrated after waiting. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it about living the rule that causes our hearts to expand with the inexpressible delight of love? I've mentioned the community, and I think that that is the key to it. Um, what causes our hearts to expand with the inexpressible delight of love is precisely that we are living with a number of women who are ahead of us and uh, loving companions um, that, in a sense, uh, cause our hearts to expand and we get beyond the, the sense that uh, there's a right answer to everything that we do. I know I have been so touched seeing the the friendships among the sisters in the community in my years in community uh, to see sisters who've been friends for 70 years um, and to see the love that has developed there is really a, a beautiful witness to the message of the gospel. Uh, and I think that that is the key to uh, the expansion of our hearts to be uh, around uh, witnesses uh, to the experience of uh, love and kindness. And then I, I think also uh, it's to see um, sometimes the struggles going on around us uh, and, and to know that we, we um, are aiming for uh, this kind of love ourselves. So how does the communal life keep us from swerving from the path of God's instructions? I think the communal life is really the key to everything because uh, we are always uh, surrounded by, uh, we are always uh, in the company of companions. And uh, we see others uh, ahead of us who are struggling with some questions. Uh, and that uh, witness of them uh, keeps us um, focused so that if uh, we are, are struggling uh, very slowly with uh, coming to that, that uh, loving uh, presence, uh, we, we are uh, in community and there are others who are uh, ahead of us and struggling and there's no reason uh, to give up even though it can be. It, hard path, not just at the beginning, but all the way through, all the way through we find ourselves in new situations, uh, and in those new situations, uh, our, our question is, what is the loving way uh, that we are going to um, find in this community? Mm -hmm. That seems to lead us to um, the part of the prologue where Benedict says that we shall, through patience, share in the sufferings of Christ. What do you think St. Benedict meant when he said that? I think the, the key there is um, sharing through patience. Uh, now that I am uh, among the senior citizens of the house, I am so aware that all the way through um, and right up to the uh, living out of the uh, senior years of our lives, uh, 
the sufferings of Christ become clearer and clearer as the uh, simple uh, suffering of letting go. Um, it, it seems to me, uh, and there's a, a passage I read from Henry Nowen recently, who talks about our having to go from the first childhood of our dependence on everyone else to help us to our, uh, he talks about a second childhood. And in that second childhood, uh, we find ourselves having to uh, continue to let go again, um, to let everything go uh, one by one, everything know is taken away from us and we become more and more dependent on the sisters I've really seen that since in the short time I've been in the community just watching um, the sisters who have come to the end of their life and how graciously um, they were able to let go um, it, it's, it's really a great witness um, and as you said um, it's knowing that those people are in community with us, the witness that they give that allows us to, to let go, I think. And, and for each of the uh, uh, senior uh, citizens in the community, um, the, the letting go is different. Uh, everyone has something different that they're holding on to. Mm -hmm. And um, eventually, um, you do have to let go. Mm -hmm. And I think that is... Um, what the suffering of Christ was all about in, in terms of the in, in image of the first childhood, the second childhood, because uh, Christ at the end of his life uh, really had to let go of everything too. Um, mm -hmm. It was, uh, and each person is asked uh, to let go of something different, but in the end, everybody lets go of their life. Mm -hmm. We had um, in one of the readings at Liturgy, Liturgy of the Hours recently, um, the passage from Paul talking about the suffering of Christ and carrying the suffering of Christ in, in the body. Um, and I've, I've witnessed that so much in, in sisters, too, you know, caring about this suffering so that we may also come to new life. Um, and what a what a tremendous witness we we have in community. Um, I think we have access to wisdom well beyond our years because of the sisters that that are part of our lives. There's also the scripture passage about uh, Jesus not clinging mm -hmm. to being God, and again, that's a big challenge I think for all of us to to let go of the clinging. Um, and I think that uh, some of us cling uh, hard and long, mm -hmm. and so it takes us a long time to... Mm -hmm. um, many different paths. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they all have their bumps. Mm -hmm. Well, with, with that, I think we need to close for today. Thank you very much, Sister Mary, for sharing your insights with us. Listen, St. Benedict Speaks Today is a production of Mount St. Scholastica in Atchison, Kansas. 
production assistance was provided by Mary Manicki. The translation of the Rule of St. Benedict that we used in this podcast is RB 1980, published by Liturgical Press. Our theme music was composed by Sister Susan Barber and was performed by the Sisters of Mount St. Scholastica. We invite you to learn more about the Mount community by visiting our website at www.mountosb.org. Thank you for listening.